This is Troy Black. Welcome to My Prophetic Journal, where I share what God is saying about current events, future events, the nations, and often what He is specifically saying to the body of Christ. I'll talk about prophetic utterances, visions, dreams, and miracles, and show how it's all connected to the voice of a real living Savior. Let's dive in. Hi, y'all. This is Troy. I have a prophetic message to share from the Holy Spirit about Amanda Grace. So when I share words about specific people from the Lord, oftentimes I'll get questions, why are you sharing this online in a video instead of just sending it to that person? And my brief answer is, there are many words I get that I do send to people specifically that the Lord never asked me to share publicly. But when the Holy Spirit asks me to share it publicly, I try to be obedient and do that. And I would like to say I did send this to Amanda before sharing it because I am trying to be as respectful as possible in sharing this. So this is what I heard on May 27th. The Lord said, Amanda Grace is talking and she's making sense. So obviously that's a play on words because oftentimes her videos are titled Amanda Grace Talks. And then the Lord said, she's speaking for me on many levels. And then I heard this word for me and the Lord asked me to share all of this. So I'm just going to share all of it. This was for me specifically. The Lord said, slow down and let me move on you the way I move over her. I will get very direct with you, my son, just wait. And then I heard this about Amanda. She's very delicate with the way she handles the words I give her. So this is the Holy Spirit speaking to me during a time of worship when I'm just pouring my heart out to Jesus. I'm loving him based on his love for me, you know, and I'm just spending time with him. And then the Lord began to speak. This is the next thing he said for me. He said, steady out, steady does it. Handle with care and give out appropriately, and I will bless the work I'm doing in you. And then I heard this for Amanda again, and then also you're going to hear a message that's for you, for any person listening. The Lord is trying to encourage his people through this message. So this is what he said about Amanda. He said, she's special, unique. And then he said, but so are all my children. And he said, you aren't missing something just because you have a different gift. Just lean into your relationship with me, and I'll reveal the fulfilling purpose I've placed in you through my spirit at work. I've put something in you that I want to bring out, but it's got to be in my timing and in my way. And then the Holy Spirit reminded me of the Apostle Paul and how Paul, after he was filled with the Holy Spirit, And he immediately began to minister. Then the Lord pulled him away, and he went through this season of about 13 or 14 years where he was just serving and waiting and listening to the Lord and then also worshiping the Lord and, and learning. And then after that, the Lord brought him back to begin to minister in a major way. And this is what I heard about the Apostle Paul directly after that. I heard the Holy Spirit say he had purpose placed inside of him But I had to take him through a season of understanding first. The more you fully understand what I've done, the more my grace will flow through you to enact my purposes for your life. So I love that. I think the Lord there is is, uh, (laughs) referring back again in a small way uh, to Amanda Grace because obviously her name is Amanda Grace. And I think that's that's pretty cool uh, when the the Lord does stuff like that. But uh, he also then reminded me of Ephesians 1, 18 through 21. So I'm going to read this verse, but I hope that this message has been encouraging. Um, I hope that it was an encouragement to Amanda to hear this, um, but I also hope it's an encouragement to you 
who are wanting to hear God's voice. I know many people listening to these videos want to hear God's voice more clearly. And here's my encouragement to you from the Holy Spirit right now is you absolutely can. You absolutely can. Yes, God does appoint some people as prophets. Yes, God does give some people the prophetic gift. But at the same time, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. Every single believer can be led personally by the Holy Spirit. And if, if you need that today, I'm going to pray after this, I read this passage, uh, that, that, that number one, you be baptized in the Holy Spirit, but number two, that you begin to hear him more clearly and in a way that you can understand. So this is Ephesians 1, and this is what the Lord pointed me to, 18 through 21. So just like the Lord was talking about the Apostle Paul here, and, say, and he was saying, the more you fully understand what I've done, the more my grace will flow through you to enact my purposes in your life. This is what Scripture shows us, is that even if you're saved and you're a believer, that doesn't mean that your eyes or my eyes have been fully opened to what God has done through the cross, through what Jesus sacrificed for us, and through the grace of God. There's, there's always going to be this revelation and this awe of like, oh, wow, this is how God, this is how good God really is. Or, oh, wow, this is how amazing his grace really is. You know, and that awe and that wonder is going to be constant in this walk as, as we are keeping our eyes set on Jesus. This is what Paul writes in Ephesians 1.18. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. So he's, he's talking about this understanding, this opening of understanding, right? So that you will know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? So he's talking to people that are already saved, but he's saying he wants them to understand to a greater degree uh, what God has done so that they'll know what's the hope of, of his calling for them. So, it, so Paul is he's, he's insinuating here that even though they've gotten saved, they haven't seen the full picture yet, okay? God is still wanting to reveal more of himself to them. And he says, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints? So this is for believers. Verse 19, and what is the boundless greatness of his power toward us who believe? Think about that for a second. What is the boundless greatness? Like the, like the language that Paul's using here, it's like, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. God wants to blow your mind constantly. We're not always going to be on like a spiritual high, you know, it's, you know there's going to be some valleys that we walk through, right? But it's the goodness of God. It's the grace of God that is going to be blowing our mind. It's, it's, it's the nearness of God. It's the loving kindness, the gentleness, the patience, the long suffering. You know, these are the things that we're going to constantly just be in awe of as we're seeking after him. And then it says, these are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ. So along with all of the attributes of God, we're also going to be experiencing the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, as a normal Christian, we should be experiencing God's power. We should be having supernatural experiences. Now, if you're not at that point, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. This is not a, a, a sometimes it's not a test of spiritual maturity, but sometimes it's just, have we, have we gone into that secret place? Have we spent time with the Lord? Have we allowed the Holy Spirit to pour himself out into our life? And then it says, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. So it's, it's saying that God did this through the death of Jesus on the cross and through the resurrection of Jesus three days later. And now the way we get to receive from him is because we get to come boldly before the throne room of grace. We get to come into his presence because of the blood of Jesus that's on the altar. So this is what Paul is saying. He's saying all these things are available, not because you've been a good enough person, not because you've gotten everything right in your life, but because of the grace of God because of what Jesus did on the cross. That is our access to the power of God, to the presence of God, to, 
to the that that still small voice of the Holy Spirit. It's His sacrifice. It's His work on the cross. And I love that so much that God made provision for us when we couldn't for ourselves. And if we just listen to him and we just believe what the word says about the grace of God and about Jesus Christ, and we come into his presence in faith, you know, expecting to meet with him, we absolutely will. And he will begin to radically change our hearts and to, to radically change our lives and to radically use us in many different ways, unique and special ways, depending on, uh, you know, who he's using for the glory of God and for the building up of his kingdom. And then in verse 21, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. This is talking about the glory of Jesus. It's talking about, you know, how exalted he should be. And he is in heaven, but how exalted he should be here on earth. And if you, here's my, my greatest encouragement to you, if you want to hear God's voice more clearly, just worship Jesus. Just get into that quiet, that, that quiet time with the Lord, that secret place, and just tell him how much you love him. And if you have a, a blockage point in your heart right now, and you're like, well, I'm, I don't feel like worshiping Jesus, just look at the cross until you do. You know, just, just examine what Jesus did until it melts your heart, and then you, you won't be able to help yourself. And you'll just you'll say, Jesus, like, how could you be so good? And that praise and that worship will just start to come out of your heart. And then listen, when you're in that place, the, the Lord <laughs> dwells among the praises of his people. You know, like he, he, he is going to begin to speak to you so clearly. And so I just want to pray for any person listening who needs the Holy Spirit right now. Holy Spirit, I ask that you pour yourself out upon every person listening, who that people would begin to hear your voice more clearly than ever before for the first time if they need to, Lord, but also for those who, who hear you, Lord, that this would just begin, begin to be more regular, more clear, and that they would know what is the hope of their calling in you, Jesus, that they would see the work of God in their life, the power of God demonstrated mightily through his hand at work in their life, that they would begin to expect by faith the provision to come in when they need it, that they would expect the word to come in when they need to share with someone, that they would begin to expect the direction and the guidance to come in when they don't know which way to go in their own strength or their own wisdom. Lord, that they would begin to expect uh, the mighty hand of God at work through them, uh, empowering them to be witnesses for the sake of Christ, Lord, that they would begin to expect uh, those, those uh, supernatural experiences with God during those times of worship, during those intimate times of just waiting upon the Lord. And I just command right now the devil to get his hand off of every person listening, uh, the demonic agendas that have been stopping people from hearing clearly from the Lord, that have been stopping people from going into those quiet times of worship, that have been stopping people from reading the word and from, dwell, uh, and from dwelling on what Jesus did. I command you to get off of people, let them go, let them be free right now in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has paid the price right now for freedom. Right now, freedom gets to come through the power of the Holy Spirit. The word says where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I am commanding that and I am uh, expecting that right now in Jesus' mighty name. And I just thank you, Jesus, for your glory in our lives. I thank you for your word, for your presence. Thank you for your Holy Spirit at work. And <laughs> I just give you all the praise, honor, and glory, Jesus. You deserve it. You deserve it. Apart from you, we can do nothing, Lord. Thank you for your grace. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Uh, here's what I want you to do. I want you to uh, spend that quiet time with the Lord in expectation that God is going to move. That God, is, Even if it's the smallest, simplest 
message of the Lord saying, hey, I've got you. Hey, I love you. Whatever it may be, just expect to meet with him. Why? Because Paul said, come boldly before the throne room of grace. Because of his grace, you can expect a personal interaction with God, whether it be, you know, a, a great thing or a small thing. Either way, it's what we need. It's what we need. Jesus said, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. We need to hear him. We need to, to have him influence, influencing us and speaking to us regularly, and he absolutely wants to. So I hope that you've enjoyed this message. I have enjoyed spending time in the presence of the Lord with you, and uh, I hope if you haven't watched Amanda Grace's stuff, I hope you'll go check out her channel. It's called Ark of Grace Ministries, and I'll put a link to it below. Um, I love you all so much, and I'll see you next time.